am actually rolling now, believe it or not. Let me get myself, let me get my ass up. Let me get my ass up in the air. It's rolling. Don't know, we're rolling. Don't know, we're doing it. It's audio too. It's visual. It's audio. It's life. <laughs> Jonah, I hope that wasn't too loud. Uh, I hope that wasn't too loud, America. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna clap again because it feels really good. Three, two, one. Clapping like a bitch. Woo! <laughs> the fuck is up? Goddamn. Hey, hi. What is up? We're here. Still queer. We are in front of a camera. My nigga Rob in the room right now. This nigga trying not to laugh. <laughs> Jonah, you're probably going to hear him laugh because I'm recording on two channels and not one because I'm a baby uh, audio person. I don't know what I'm doing. We're just figuring it out. Uh, hey, hi, hello. Shout the fuck out. What's up? Welcome back. It's the hard R's. It's me, Asia. Still here. Still queer. Still black. Uh, and blue, purple, and what, we got a little pink going on over there I can see on the monitor. I hope you guys like the lights. Do you like it? We're just getting it started. We're just setting it up. Um, Rob and I were discussing how it's going to be very cool to watch the studio develop over time. This is going to be a galaxy of some gay shit. Y'all literally are not even ready, truly. <sighs> All right. Let's get started. Let's start talking. Um, this is my second solo episode. Thank you for sticking with me. Um, Halloween has passed. And, uh, you know, spooky. <laughs> spooky. Do you remember Do you remember when millennials said spooky? Do you still say spooky? If you listen, do you, do you use the term spooky? Rob, do you use the term spooky? No? Have you ever used the term spooky? <laughs> Spoopy. It's like it's like spooky, but with a P. Uh, millennials were really gripped by like uh, like infantilizing uh, language for a weird period of time. There, I feel like spoopy was one of those things, and like a scared. You know, that was like another one of those things. But whatever. What do I know? Um, yeah, Halloween passed. Uh, what happened? I went to some parties. I went to some parties, y'all. I went out for the first time in a long time. Uh, kicking it with the youth. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Friday. Actually, Friday, I stayed home. No, Friday, I went out. Right. Okay. God. Okay. Wow. Okay. So Friday, um, I dressed up like a, 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 a Negro elf. Which is no different, I guess, than like a non-Negro elf. But I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it's just—it's a different swag. You know what I'm saying? Like I had—I was smoking weed. I was like—I wasn't granting anybody wishes. Like if there, it was a whimsy, but also still like I'm a nigga. You know what I'm saying? 100. percent Uh, white people were fascinated with my ears. Um, I just put makeup on them, guys. Uh, nigga elves exist. Uh, there's makeup. <laughs> we 
we can put it on things and turn things that were once one color another color. I swear to God, it is uh, movie magic. I was blowing people's minds. Um, but we, I wound up downriver uh, at a bar for a like like a jeepy creepy, but not a jeepy creepy. And if you listen to the podcast and you're not from Michigan. Cheapy Creepy is uh, a yearly costume party slash band gathering that takes place in Pontiac, Michigan. Um, people of all uh, varieties and varietals come together and do a thing where if you're in a band, you dress up like another band. I think it's a dead band, maybe. Sometimes. Maybe it's people that have de- dead. Maybe it's people that have whatever. You dress up like another band and then you perform their songs, right? So... It was like that, but it was like downriver. And if you also are not from Michigan and you listen to this podcast, downriver is like a wet, gray, industrial, like, uh, it's like a moist uh, Petri dish of like non-ironic mustaches and like fleece pajamas worn in public on purpose and like dirty water. I just feel like every time I feel like I think about John Denver, um, uh, I was one of the only black people there. Um, surprise, surprise. Kel, surprise. I had a very interesting and weird uh, int- like entrance into the building this man stopped me and was like, are you a member here? And I'm like, dressed like a nigger elf, like <laughs> in Romulus. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> no. Also, I just watched you like let these two people walk in, like in front of me and the person I was with in costumes. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Um, he was trying to be cheeky and he was trying to be like, oh, well, you know, you paying this money for entrance means that you're a temporary member. But I was like, bro, just, just just let me in. Here's the money. And like let me in. I don't this is weird. Are you trying to are you trying to exclude the nigger elf from the party? Don't do that. This is weird. Don't we don't have to do any of that. Um, whatever. Anyway, uh I drank my little wine. I had my little uh my little weed uh pen. I ran into a person or two that I knew. Uh I brought my nigger ass home. And then Saturday, I went to a queer black friendly party in Hamtramck called Hedonism. Shout out to AK640s. She played and uh, she spun um, along with AM, DJ AM, and they were just fire. Um, admittedly, I'm, I missed AK set. I'm sorry, but I know, you, I know you played well. I saw your stories, bitch. I saw people got video of you. You looked amazing. Um, and then I got to see you that night and you looked amazing. Um, I dressed up like a slutty vampire. It was great. I had a wig. I styled the wig, honeys. She had teeth. She had red contacts, okay? The titties were up. They were out, okay? We had the the boots on, all right? We had the fishnets. It was hedonism. My pussy was out, America. Ass cheeks and pussy lips were to the grindstone, and I danced. I danced like a drunk white girl in front of a mirror. Uh, like at one point, it was like I I can't twerk anymore. Y'all know I talk about my knees a lot, but I can't do what I was doing in the past. So it was what what started as like a little twerk wound up being like that white girl two step. You know the one where you're like, woo, you know, <laughs> you just kind of like. 
Yeah. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> became that. Um, I was also with people that are younger than me. So while they were like voguing and jitting and, you know, I was very clearly like, <laughs> like listening to the carpenters. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I looked hot though. It was great. Um, so yeah, we, I did that. Um, it was fun. My kid had a fun time. She dressed up as a sheet ghost. <laughs> Classic. All- There's something about Generation Z. They're really hilarious. Her and all of her friends dressed up as like classic characters, like classic monsters, which I guess isn't necessarily like uh, indicative of Generation Z. But it's funny that like they would choose that. Like everyone that was 12, is 12 and 13 is like sheet ghost or old witch or zombie. It's like things that you can't perceive them. You know, I'm like, don't you want to be a slutty? Don't you want to be a slutty lizard? And she's like, no. <laughs> I want you to not see me. I'm like, come on. Don't you want to be like a, rah, like a sexy? She's like, I'm 12. And I'm like, Ugh. and she's like, all my friends are also 12. And I'm like, you right. <laughs> it's fucking wild. So yeah, they all dress up as like 40 year old women or whatever. And went out on the town and had a great time. Um, she had a sleepover. It was hilarious and fun and cute. Um, yeah. I hope you had a fucking spooktacular Halloween uh, this year. I hope uh, you got to see some kids doing Halloween trick-or-treating and stuff. Because I did this year. And that was so cute. I just love when they like come up to the door and they're just like, Can I want? And you're like, yes! You can have whatever you want! Because that's what I did. Um, let's see. What else is new? Um, I've been... I started working. I started working. (sighs) It's fine. I started door dashing. It's fine. I feel very... I feel two ways about it, okay? On one hand, fuck work. Fuck this shit, all right? I'm tired. Workers unite. Let's burn it all down. Let's burn down every Menards from here to the other side of the state. Until we can get basic rights and, you know, like healthcare and like, or some money or some shit, something, right? But on the other, if I got to work, I'd rather like make my own hours and like drop your food off. As someone who has waitressed in the past, this is very uh, reminiscent of that. But the beauty of this is there's no emotional labor involved, okay? 99% of the time, you niggas are so happy to see me drop your food off. Like you don't, it doesn't even matter if the order's wrong. I don't know if the order's wrong. I can't look at your food because we staple bags now. But I bring you your food, okay? And you're just, people are so, they're like, yeah, thank you. Or my personal favorite, last night um, I was in, God, I went to like two trailer parks. Shout out, no disrespect, no shade. But I pulled up and it was a white person's trailer and they had me not come through the front door. They had me deliver their food through an open window (laughs) of the trailer, (laughs) which... Listen, y'all niggas are wild, okay? I've seen, listen, let me tell you something. I don't care. I've seen all kinds of things happen. I've seen niggas do all kinds of things, all right? Niggas got dogs. Niggas live in the ghetto or whatever y'all want to say. But I have never, listen, listen to me. Listen to me, America. Listen. I have never in my nigger-ass life (laughs) (laughs) delivered food through a sliding window of a trailer park 
because the door was like inaccessible. I'm also like, how are you entering and exiting this trip? Like, is it, it seems like a fire hazard. I don't know. Here's your, here's your Chipotle or whatever. Um, yeah. DoorDash, Uber Eats. You'll see me out here on these streets. I'm doing it. It's kind of a, it can be stressful because, you know, driving all the time. But also, not really, because podcast, you know? Amen. Also, uh, Baby Keem, I've been listening to a lot of Baby Keem, guys. Get on it. If you don't like Baby Keem, fuck you. All right? That's how I feel about it. Period. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else has been going on? What else has been going on, Rob? What else? I'm going to get into the mayoral elections, because that, that's my dumb bitch juice and who's, uh, who's my fucking man's sister anyway. That happened. Let's see. It's November now. The year's almost over. Got to take a hit for that. I'm looking dead in the camera for that. The year's almost over, niggas. This year? Can you wait? It's about to be 2022. Hey, do you remember when um, America voted for Donald Trump? Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I just had a moment the other night where I was like, America voted for Donald Trump and still believes in electoral politics. And then I like continued doing my dishes. Um, the year's almost over. Uh, now is the perfect time to uh, create some some firm boundaries. I know, you know, uh, and believe very much in maintaining peace, protecting it. Um, I'm 35 now, so I like having a nice little routine. Um, but I also want to let people know that this, before the year is over, you can tell that person or those people that have been disrespecting your boundaries and harming you, that they can go fuck themselves. Okay? Uh, tell them Asia sent you. <laughs> and that Asia told you to tell them that they can go fuck themselves. All right? It's a new energy. We're entering 2022 on some new levels. Period. That's how I feel about that. Next segment, whose motherfucking mans is this anyway? Slash dumb bitch juice. Jonah, hit us with the sound effect. I feel like there's a slap and then there's like a the sound of like a, a slurp somewhere in there. Um, whose motherfucking mans is this anyway goes to Mike Duggan. Uh, Mike Duggan won uh, his third mayoral term for the city of Detroit. Rob is doing thumbs down. We're all doing thumbs down. Only real niggas do thumbs down over Mike Duggan because that nigga ain't shit. <laughs> okay? Mike Duggan is one of those people that I would love to walk up to and be like, hey, fuck you. You know? Anyway, um, he won his third term defeating Anthony Adams in a landslide election. Uh... <coughs> excuse me um how do i feel about it uh what do i think about it uh i'm not surprised um i actually am shocked that people are shocked that it would go any other direction um electoral politics guys uh in this country particularly uh with uh, th our demographics, people in people of my age um, and lower, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, the, 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 it goes two ways. There's people of my age and higher, right, who vote overwhelmingly conservative and Republican. Uh, we still got a lot of boomers. You know, life support is keeping a lot of these niggas alive. I really went, I really wanted COVID to knock most of these niggas out. It really didn't. It really didn't. We lost some bangers and we still have Keith Richards. And I'm like, why? How, Jesus, how? What kind of, why do we still have Madonna, but Cicely Tyson's gone? I'm, I'm confused. Colin Powell did die from COVID. So that, so we did, that was one. I do shout out. <laughs> that was, I loved that. I loved that. Um, any of these people um, getting COVID and dying, I'm a big fan of. Um, but yeah, overwhelmingly, people aren't dying and the people that aren't dying are still voting. And those votes are overwhelmingly uh, conservative and Republican and le- or, uh, 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 right wing. And that's who dominates the voting field. Um, that's just how it goes. Uh, I think... Um, People are learning to stop like screaming at people and being like, you have to vote. Because here's the thing, guys, even if we did, even if all of us did vote, even if every single person participated in this, the powers that be work together. (laughs) Okay. So left or right, Republican or Democrat, everybody's sucking each other's dick and like swallowing each other's cum and like eating each other's feces and like rubbing it all over each other and like sticking money to it and like, you know, protecting their benefits and their assets and their portfolios and their whatever. So like it really, it, 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 it doesn't, it's whatever. Uh, also, uh, niggas love Mike Duggan. All right. And I need people to understand why niggas love Mike Duggan. The people who are black and who are people of color who vote overwhelmingly for, um, uh, uh, politicians um, or put all their belief into politicians are just as brainwashed as and are or as capable of being as brainwashed as any other individual um, believing that the systems protect them. I need people to understand that just because people are black, that does not mean that they are not capable of uh, falling <laughs> uh, for the falling for the hype, you know what I'm saying? Uh, believe in, believe in, believe in, believe in the hype. A lot of black boomers are very similar to white boomers. They're just black. <laughs> like, that's it, guys. That's the only difference. Um, the religion, the respectability, the, you know, nice vehicles and the, I want my lawn to be perfect. And this man is going to blah, blah, blah. Like, this is why, you know, this is why uh, Mike Duggan or, and people like Mike Duggan maintain power and will maintain power forever and ever. Amen. As long as the system runs. So uh, I predict that the future of voting in this city is going to be very simple. Like it's going to be more polarizing um, and we're going to see more, less voter turnout by people like my age and younger. My age and younger is pissed and depressed <laughs> and exhausted. They're like, girl, you do something. And I'm like, honestly, you right. Okay. Because you should be a child, right? Like you should be able to be a child until it should not, the responsibility and the onus should not be on you. Um, more polarizing shit. People are going to have to make choices about whether or not they're going to continue with the charade or not. 
Um, fuck Mike Duggan. That's it with that. Um, I'm going to move on to Dumb Bitch Juice, but it's this this episode. <laughs> it's anti-Dumb Bitch Juice. We're actually going to do Yes Bitch Juice for uh, Prop E, which passed. Shout out to Detroit voters for decriminalizing mushrooms. It's about fucking time. All right? Honestly, let's decriminalize mushrooms everywhere. Let's decriminalize psychedelics everywhere. Let's decriminalize a lot of the things that are criminalized in this bitch-ass fucking, ain't-shit-ass fucking, trash-ass fucking police state, okay? But I do love that Detroit did this. This is just really rock solid. Um, she passed. Uh, naturally occurring psychedelics like mescaline, I, uh, ayahuasca, placibin, and I can, uh, DMT um, are now going to be addressed without uh or excuse me uh you 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 won't go to prison forever you won't be thrown in a prison because you fucking did some dnt and like shat on a rock or whatever um advocates i'm reading from wdet.org advocates around the state have coalesced around decriminalized nature michigan uh detroit's law department and police will determine how to interpret decriminalization of ethnogenic plants city attorneys cite legal precedents from coalition for a safer detroit stating that the election officials do not have the authority to assess the substance of the petition or to determine whether, if passed, it would conflict with state law. So, um, let's see, wait, it's, it says Detroit voters also approved Proposal R, which means the city will move forward with a reparations committee to recommend housing and economic development programs to account for historical discrimination against black Detroiters! So also that! Uh, all right, so here's, here's back to predictions. Um, the people who are voting, right? Like people my age and younger, we're doing like city votes for like, uh, for shit like this, right? Like we're actually voting on shit like this. Old people aren't voting on shit like this. We're showing up and voting for shit like this. And shit like this is what's going to, once these other people die or get pushed out or however, um, this will be in place and you can like kind of build off of that. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see um, how um, law enforcement and uh, different organizations and coalitions work together. I'm excited to see how people are going to use their power. And I'm excited to see whether or not this will become as big I, I wonder if, if mushrooms will be capitalized in the same way and commercialized in the same way that marijuana is. And if that's the case, a lot of work's going to have to be done to make sure that uh, it is uh, equity-based and that black and brown and indigenous people are being centered and brought to the front of line, especially indigenous, especially indigenous people with these hallucinogens. Like, and I don't even want to say hallucinogens because I believe hallucinogens are medicine. That's my personal. Um, but these people people should be centered. Um, and in the marijuana game, that's not happening. In the marijuana game, as per usual, racism dominates. So, um, yeah, shout out. I'm very excited. Uh, I love mushrooms, okay? Uh, I believe in them. I believe... I'm happy that this mushroom thing passed and this reparation thing's passed because to me, to my nigger ass, reparations package should come with like a crib, 
All right? Shrooms. Sloppy toppy. Okay? All the Old Bay seasoning that, that your heart forever. Old Bay seasoning for free and money. This is perfect. I'm wicked into it. Um, I think uh, I've only had one really horrible experience with mushrooms, but that's because I was fucking around and doing some other shit too. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was off some other shit. <laughs> and, uh, it was the 4th of July also. I feel like I talked about it on the podcast. I had a horrible night that night. I disassociated in my body and... um. I was also drinking heavily. It was a bad time, but you, you're not supposed to, you, you're not supposed to, it's not supposed to be a mix. You know what I mean? But like the white girl in me came out and I was just like, you know, I just want to fucking party. Do you ever just want to fucking, do you ever just want to tear a club up? And then I like ruined like some relationships. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we're fine. It's fine. I'm moving through it. <laughs> but no, I think mushrooms are really beautiful. I think um, they're uh, in a medicine. Um, in the same sense, not in a Tylenol or like an aspirin medicine, but like they really have helped to heal my nervous system, which has been damaged through just the trauma of existence. You know, I ain't asked to be here. I especially, I ain't asked to be here niggas, but if I'm going to be here, I got to heal because the American experience is already traumatic and then being a nigger on top of it and also then having like a pussy on top of that. It's just, it's a lot. We have a lot going on. So uh, mushrooms have definitely helped me like I'll recalibrate myself. So I'm excited to see uh, how um, this shit will heal other niggas. Um, also, like, white people, y'all get the good drugs. Give your drugs to niggas. Operation Give Drugs to Niggas uh, 2022, all right? You're sitting on a mountain of shit. I know you got some shit. I know you got some codeine or you got some shit, something from a tooth thing or whatever. Just give them some niggas. Ask a nigga. Be like, excuse me. <laughs> Would you like, have you, how do you, you like shrooms? You like weed? I believe in it wholeheartedly. I like to see more of that. Um, all right, moving on, moving right along. Oh, wait, shit. Oh, wait, no, I still have it. We're good. We're good. How's it looking? How do I look, Rob? Do I still look good? Great. I look great. great. I hope everyone knows I look fabulous right now. Wait, I'm going to do a little, I'm doing like a little. So we're moving into the topic of the day, which uh, is topical. <laughs> and actually, it kind of like bleeds into what I was already talking about uh, earlier, which is, y'all know how much I love to do that. Um, I want to talk more about what I've been moving through because I want to document it. I think it's like, really good and important to keep track of and start like documenting the experiences of like black films because it matters and hang on wait a minute, i'm saving this so um prioritizing my peace has been really important guys my peace and pleasure i haven't really been super active in a lot of spaces because I've been trying to figure my shit out. I don't know if you believe in astronomy or astrology or, you know, or the grand rising or whatever, but this last retrograde was fucking intense. Fuck! 
and it rearranged my guts spiritually. And I really had to take like a big girl nap. I really had to take a step back and reassess a whole bunch of shit. And uh, doing so has led me to like a lot of transitions. And I think that now more than ever, as we're moving into the fall and into the winter and things are going to get harder, they just are. It just, that's the season for it. Um, prioritizing your peace is the most important thing. This is how we're going to, like, our health and wellness matters. And even, like, just how we're approaching, how we're taking care of ourselves is going to infiltrate how we survive <laughs> this fall and this winter. Period. We're going to have to take care to take care. Um, centering that fuels my revolutionary optimism. Honestly, like I've been moving through a lot of like very hard and like very depressing things. Depression's been on 10, if not 11. It's been really. Because <laughs> we're still in a pa- we're still in a panorama, dama, slamma, jamma, bama, y'all. We're still in a panty. Y'all, when I was out, when I went to the white people bar in Romulus, everybody was looking at me crazy because I had a mask on. And I was like, I was like, hey. <laughs> hey, listen, I know you're like a werewolf or whatever, and I get it. And you want everybody to see your snout, and I get it. But, like, this light is going to drive me crazy. But, like, um... You should have a mask on, you know? A, number one, we're downriver. Full offense. <laughs> if you listen and you're from downriver, like, you, you're probably not. And you're probably like, yeah, she right. <laughs> they right, they right. <laughs> All right? We're downriver. And, like, a podunk, weird... Like it was a, it looked like a, like a, like a UAW hall type bar. Like this is, you know, you know, this place hasn't been cleaned since 1974. Since Al got buried <laughs> after, the, <laughs> after the plant shut down and, you know, whatever. He finally succumbed to his camp. Like, yeah, th- look, okay. We know it has not been cleaned. Anyway, um, revolutionary hope and revolutionary optimism is fueled by like maintaining peace and fueling joy and fueling passion. So I have been slowing down. I've been writing. Um, I've been focusing a lot of my energy on like producing something of value in my art. And that matters a lot. Still studying, still reading. I'm actually reading uh, Blood in My Eye by George Jackson right now. Um, And by right now, I mean like I literally just picked it up last night and started reading it. It's been sitting on my shelf uh, since the summer. But, um, you know, still like centering liberation. But also, y'all, let me just look. Look at my face. Look how excited I am. A nigga went to a cider mill, nigga. I went to a cider mill. With a person that I'm dating. Yes. You heard it here first. America. I'm dating. It's very cute. It's very new. 
But, you know, real niggas went to the cider mill. You know what I'm saying? It was Blake's. It was expensive. I will never go there again. I also refused to pay the pr- I was like, what? For- Look, it was going to be, these niggas was like, you want to pet these goats? It's $40. I was like, that is, for- I, don't, I don't even under, for what? For what? For what? I'll just go find a goat. I feel like niggas downtown got goats. I feel like somebody has goats and chickens somewhere. And I could just be like, excuse me. <laughs> like, would you mind? Um, Blake's is out of their minds. That shit was outrageous. Um, but we did it. It was fun. It was cute. Um, it was like heartfelt. It was wholesome. Make room for wholesome things. Do something sweet with people that you care about. All right. Like if you, you know, it's, it's, it matters so much. It matters so much. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? A real nigga been dating or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And like we did the thing and it was very cute. And I'm very excited about this uh, situation because it's a very, it's my first fully queer uh, relationship endeavor. It's my first black femme to black femme type endeavor. Uh... I have talked a lot about dating on this podcast. I've talked to, remember that time I told you guys about uh, that guy that puked on, or was going to puke on me mid-sex? I'm going to take a second to hit this because let's all, let's all take a second to laugh about that. <laughs> that shit was wild. I feel like I bring it up a lot, actually, the, the time that I almost got puked on uh, mid-sex, but you know, I, I'm excited. The revolutionary hope comes in because staying true to myself has actually brought me a person uh, or an experience, rather, that aligns so perfectly with, like, my values and my vision and, like, what I want and what I'm desiring in my life. And um, I, it, I, know, I know niggas always say shit like... Believe in yourself. Stay true to you and good things will come. And like, yeah, right. That's true. But I want to speak to how hard (laughs) I know it is to do that shit. But I swear to God, my friend Soul, who also has a podcast, um, I will put it in uh, the the link to the podcast. Uh, They they do an adoption podcast. Um, they told me a few months ago, they were like, someone or someone's exist out there because you exist. And that really resonated with me, right? Like, if we think about ourselves as like stars in a galaxy, right? Like, it's like what we're trying to like set up here. Like, there, there for, for how you shine, there's like another energy that is similar or can shine next to you or match yours or you know, and there's there's so much, there's so many, there's so many energies out here. But I've really want people to reside in knowing that like who you are fundamentally is not a problem. <laughs> okay, that um, what you need and what you want and what you desire is not an issue. I mean, unless you out here trying to, unless you like, I want to chop somebody's up. I want to like, I want to kill, you know, like that's some different shit. Okay. And like, let's, let's get some help. And also everybody go to therapy. Okay. Everybody, every single person. Um, 
but if your desires, you know, is you want to be like fully loved and, and wholly received, like that is available. It's out there. And that type of be, being recognized and affirmed in this type of relationship affirms in me that the revolution that I believe so deeply in um, nationwide and globally can happen, that things are aligning, that like we can come together and organize, that like the spirit of overthrowing this shit can become a self-actualized movement. So like, yeah, go to Cider Mills and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like do cute shit, be gay. <laughs> or if you're straight, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Do like, do like heterosexual shit. I don't know what that is. Actually, I do because I pretended to be het for a long time. It seems kind of boring. Like if you're het, like do some gay shit, I feel like. Like put something in your ass or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you got to do something. Shake it up, you know? Do something fun. Get out there and do something great. Um, yeah. That's my topic of the day. I'm like, oh, look at that. I just got, oh, look, I just got a, I just got a uh, notification to uh, book an appointment to the sauna because I'm taking care of myself, America. Take care of yourselves. Lastly, we're going to wrap this up. We're wrapping up this solo dolo. We did this. We did this in like uh, roughly 45 minutes, like I said. Um, Black-owned businesses. Black-owned businesses. I'm going to make a song, um, Jonah, and then we're going to like track it on the... I'll get like a tambourine in here. Um, Okay, so shout out to Rebel Rush Cosmetics. Rebel Rush Cosmetics. This is my literal biological sister's uh, business. Uh, She uh, sells um, candles and makeup um, and uh, skincare. She sells oils. She sell for the beard, uh, all types of beards. Um, are, are, you got a beard? She's got an oil for it. Um, you got eyes? She's got shadow for it. You got um, nails? She can. She got glitter that you can put into some clear polish and th- toss it up on your nails. Okay. You like candles that you can get real freaky naughty with, and like you can do the wax but the wax is soy so you can like rub it in your skin and it makes that soy wax candle she got that you know what i'm saying rebel rush cosmetics www.rebelrushcosmetics.com hit her up i love you b um next is uh i've met this human one time and fell in love with them uh their name is iman Payne. shout out to iman at radical play farm uh they are in hamtramck um, they're so great. What I just, I really love what they're doing. Um, they started, they are, they are black and, uh, began a farm. I believe it was maybe like three years ago, two or three years ago in Hamtramck, little baby farm. They got like a $2,000 grant to get it started and from there created like this community garden, right? And it's really healing. It's really, um, it's really beautiful. Like uh, uh, they're 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 doing this work where they're taking, um, they're just teaching people how to care for themselves and teaching people through their garden how to like give and receive and like 
um, there's nothing capitalistic about what Iman is doing. Um, Iman is an educator and a healer, and I just really, I really fucking love what uh, what what they're putting out. So, uh, the garden is in Hamtramck. They have uh, a GoFundMe currently up. Um, they're they're raising more funds to expand the garden. Um, they have a ten thousand dollar goal. I will be sure to put the link in uh, the uh, episode so you guys can access it. But uh, yeah, it's on GoFundMe under uh, radical or creating a beautiful urban garden with Iman. Um, really beautiful shit, really powerful. I know that she's also uh, looking to not only expand the garden, but reach a place where she can start hiring people in and they can also work the grounds. So shout out to Iman. Love you. Love the garden. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for also like being a nigga that loves to garden. Let's let's create more of that. Let's teach more people, particularly, I believe, uh, especially in Detroit, black and brown people. Let's get our hands dirty and shit. That's the best. Um, and then finally, uh, me, you know what I'm saying? Like this is, we're going to wrap it up. Shout out to me. <laughs> okay. Honestly, like let's, um, I'm going to be vain here. Um, follow me, follow me on Instagram. You can follow me personally at Ms. Motherfucking Mock, M-I-Z-Z-M-F-M-O-C-K. Or you can follow me on Instagram, uh, and email me at theharders313 at Gmail. Um, if you wanted to email or at theharders313 period that's my handle look them up hit me up follow subscribe share it with your family share it with your mean mom you know tell her i said what's up tell her i said pull up uh i love you and i hope you have a fucking beautiful day and i'll see you next time peace